Happy 2023, everyone, and welcome to Angels of Urantia podcast. I'm your host, Paul James Caden. And for those of you who have listened to my shows in the past, you know, I took a couple few months off there at the end of uh, 2022 and uh, just kind of put podcasting away for a little while. There was a lot going on in my life, positive things, of course. And uh, there was a move in December. So there was really not a lot of time to uh, engage in a podcast or even a weekly podcast. But during the holidays, I came up with a little something I called Angels of Urantia for Thanksgiving and Christmas shows. And uh, I really enjoyed those shows and I enjoyed the feel of those particular podcasts. So when I came back in 2023... I said, that's that's what I want to do. I want to do Angels of Urantia, and I really want to expand the topics that we talk about in a show. I'm a person who has a lot of diverse interests and things that I like to talk about. So I'm not somebody that's really satisfied doing a show or a podcast where it's limited to just one topic. You know, you'll see some people that will just talk about the outdoors or the paranormal or, you know, whatever it might be. Uh, I certainly enjoy those subjects, but, you know, there's other things as well within that framework that I like to discuss and really share ideas about. So in this podcast, uh, we are going to be talking about religion and spirituality as presented in the Arantia book, mysticism, angels and angel encounters, the paranormal and the unknown, the UFO phenomenon, personal development and spiritual enlightenment, and much more. As it says in the podcast description, no topic is off limits. And we're going to start out our topics here in 2023, talking about Dr. Stephen Greer and close encounters of the fifth kind. Now, for those of you who are unfamiliar with Dr. Stephen Greer, he's very popular in the field of ufology. Some people love him. Some people say that he's a plant, he's a shill, he's there to give uh, misinformation. And there was a time when I was on the fence. I didn't think he was a shill or anything like that, but I, I just really wasn't that crazy about the information that he put out. I, I found it rather dry. But he has some work out now and also a documentary called Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind where he talks about initiating contact with UFOs and extraterrestrials. So for those of you who may be unfamiliar with the classifications and categorizations of close encounters with UFOs and ETs, um, close encounters of the first kind is when someone sees 
a UFO, lights in the sky, something they can't explain, but it doesn't leave behind any physical evidence. Then there are close encounters of the second kind, which is seeing a UFO and it, leave, and it leaves behind some kind of physical evidence. The earth is charred or burned, limbs broken off of trees or some other physical evidence that this craft was there. Then there are close encounters of the third kind, which was when someone sees a UFO, but they also see the UFO occupants or pilot. In other words, who's driving the UFO. Then there are close encounters of the fourth kind. And this is where someone has a very up close and personal encounter with extraterrestrials. And this would also fall under the abduction uh, scenario in ufology. And then there are what Dr. Stephen Greer calls close encounters of the fifth kind or CE5 for short, which is contact with UFOs and their occupants that is initiated by human beings. In other words, we initiate the contact and the extraterrestrials respond. But now there may be some of you out there who would say, well, wait a minute, is this a good idea? Couldn't this be dangerous? Aren't UFOs and extraterrestrials all rebel spirits or demonic entities who are up to no good? And if we initiate contact with these things, we're only looking for trouble. Well, that is an argument. That is a school of thought. It's not entirely wrong, but if I may give a little bit of a different spiritual perspective on this before we dive a little more into the topic. If we read the book of Genesis and we see the seven days of creation after God finished his work, it said he looked at all that he created, the heavens and the earth, and he said it was good and it was very good. He didn't say it was bad. He didn't say it was the playground of demons. He didn't say it was a dangerous place or that the earth was a dangerous place. He said it was good and it was very good. The Arantia book tells us in paper 180 that in choosing to live by the highest interpretation of the golden rule, spirit-led mortals are filled to overflowing with the assurance of citizenship in a friendly universe. Now the Arantia book tells us that the universe is a friendly place that we have nothing to really fear. But now, much like the Bible, the Arantia book doesn't deny the Lucifer rebellion, that there were rebel spirits who rebelled against uh, the laws and the ways of God. And the Arantia book talks about how this affected our local universe and our planet and our way of life. You know, those beings are out there. So certainly, if we're going to engage in anything like paranormal investigations, ufology, or CE5, uh, one would have to be cautious 
you have to be aware that those things are out there. The, the entire universe uh, is not all life and love and butterflies and rainbows. I personally believe and through my own personal research and experiences that God is much bigger than the darkness. The light is greater than the darkness, but still we have to be aware of the darkness. And so if you're going to engage in any of these kinds of things, uh, you have to protect yourself. You have to do your best so that these things don't uh, have contact with you or enter your space, so to speak. Now, as far as UFOs and UFOs encounters being positive or deceptive, we do have a mixed bag of encounters out there. Naturally, there are the abduction stories and, you know, they're, they're pretty uh, creepy, no doubt. But there's also encounters where people said they had a very positive benefit from seeing a UFO or having uh, a close encounter of a fourth kind, that is, contact with an extraterrestrial being. Some people report being physically healed of some malady that just uh, kind of ravaged their body for a lot of years, you know, an illness that was painful, it was debilitating, and they were healed, completely healed, and it never came back. There are those who talk about having uh, a spiritual uplift just by seeing a UFO and having that, that feeling of just awe and wonder and love and peace just radiating from this unknown light in the sky. And they referred to it as an angel. You know, this was an angel because it lifted them out of depression. It, it brought them new faith when they may, were maybe losing faith in their lives. There are people who talk about being miraculously rescued by UFOs. People that were by themselves, maybe in the wilderness or some such thing, and they were in great peril and no one was around to help. And then suddenly the lights in the sky were there and uh, the UFOs helped or rescued the person. There was a book published in 1999 by Mr. Peter Michaels entitled, We Come as Friends, Positive Encounters with Extraterrestrials. And I think this book is out of print. I bought it in the early, early spring of 2000, uh, but you can still find used copies on Amazon and on the internet. I would say if you're interested in this topic, buy We Come as Friends by Peter Michaels. Very interesting book. Uh, Nothing in there but accounts of people that had positive interaction with UFOs and extraterrestrials. So it's not all bad. And some people may say, well, still, you know, even Satan himself can masquerade as an angel of light. These people are just being deceived. They're, you know, they're they're disguising themselves themselves as angels or or something positive, but it's not. Well, we have to go back to the friendly universe. 
when God said, it is good and very good. In the book of Genesis, in the Arantia book, it's a friendly universe. And we have to, in my personal opinion, decide who or what we're going to believe. Are we going to believe more in the goodness of God or are we going to believe more in the darkness? And it's sad to see and sad to report that a lot of people believe in the darkness more than they do the light because in preaching what they call the gospel, all they preach about is the darkness and what we should be afraid of. But Dr. Stephen Greer says that is just the problem. He says that these cabals with their black ops operations here on planet Earth are purposely making us afraid to have contact with extraterrestrials because they have an agenda. And there is something to that agenda. It's got it's gotten greatly muddied, that information by modern-day conspiracy theorists that have gone way too far with just the outlandish claims no one even really believes that there's an agenda anymore, but it's out there. And the truth of the matter is that there are people in our government, governments across the world. There are those who, uh, you know, the elitist rich, those who we call the elites. And these people have very strange philosophies they get from, you know, these secret societies and brotherhoods that they're in. Many of them come from very old uh, bloodlines that have been around for a long time. Therefore, they think that they're special. They're of the ruling class. They refer to themselves as the gods of the earth and the lords of the universe. And these people literally think they're going to overcome death, discover the fountain of youth, and build their utopia or their Eden on planet earth. And once they do that, they will rise into the stars. So these people definitely have uh, delusions of grandeur. These are the people who do a lot of things behind the scenes to make life for you and I difficult, <laughs> to make it filled with fear, uh, filled with self-doubt. Uh, the propaganda, uh, you know, is not lacking in, uh, in, 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 any, uh, in any terms. And this is what these individuals do. Because the one thing that is right with the modern conspiracy theorists is that, you know, these people have no use for you and I. The common man, the middle class man or the poor are looked at as being the useless eaters. There's too many of us. We're like insects. We're just devouring the precious natural resources of this planet when it belongs to them. And to preserve their way of life, to preserve this planet, to build their Eden, their utopia, well, there has to be a lot less of us if any of us left. And this is why the elitists are so overjoyed with the advent of AI, taking over human jobs, replacing human beings, because, ah, now we don't really need the uh, lower class to be around to grease the wheels, to keep our little 
you know, utopia, our little economy going. We can have robots who will do it for us. So they're overjoyed with this idea. But this is just the kind of thing that Dr. Stephen Greer is talking about. These people have their delusions of grandeur. You know, they say things like our airspace. You know, they want a space force where they want to have a military in space to protect the planet. But now if you really think about it, and when I heard him say this, I said, "Eh, you know, I don't know. But then it kind of quickly kind of dawned on me and I said, well, maybe. Because these are the same people who want no part of God because they want to be God. And the book of Revelation in the Bible even talks about when Christ returns, that the beast and his armies will try to make war with Christ. They don't want him to return. They see him coming. They see the signs of his coming with their own eyes, yet they curse the Holy One of Heaven and they shake their fists at him. They don't want him to return. They don't want God. They don't want a spiritual king or ruler because they want to be that king and that ruler. So if these people are so adamant against God himself, why wouldn't they be so adamantly against other life forms who might bring to us a message of hope, a message of enlightenment, technology and a way of life that would just change everything we know. Maybe they are emissaries of God. The Arantia book uh, speaks of many different classes of angels and spiritual beings and life out there in the universe. And, you know, some of these, uh, some of these lives, uh, these beings on other planets live much closer to the laws and ways of God than we do. So how do we know that there isn't somebody out there trying to help us, trying to get a message to us, but they're not going to interfere if we don't want them to, if we're not ready. And some would say, well, why wouldn't they just land? Why wouldn't they just bring the message? Well, A, the elitists are against them. It would probably seem all positive at first, but then the media would give it a negative spin. Oh, this is all bad. We don't want to do this. And then there are the common religionists who would just be afraid. It's demonic. We're being deceived. This is not from God. This is terrible. We have too much fear and greed and suspicion. And so why would they just interject themselves into our reality and our way of life? So Dr. Stephen Greer says, hey, these people are getting just what they want. Everybody is afraid of these extraterrestrial beings. 
We're continually inundated with information and books and movies and images that they're blowing up the world. They're abducting people. They're the enemies. They're all reptilians in disguise, you know, eating our children or whatever the case may be. We're inundated with all these fearful messages. And Dr. Greer says that's just the purpose, to make us afraid. We see them in our air, our, our air quotes, airspace. Well, they're our enemy. They're trespassing. It's one of the reasons we need a space force. We need to militarize outer space. But Dr. Greer, Greer goes on to say that through the CE5 program, Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind, humans initiating contact with extraterrestrials that he and the group that he works with have seen incredible things. UFOs appearing upon request. Illuminated orbs drifting through the woods where the group is meditating and opening themselves for this contact. People have reported physical healings. Some of them after the session, they go home, they wake up in the middle of the night in their, their homes and they feel compelled to go outside and there's this being of light that just heals them of a painful condition that just bothered them for years, made life debilitating for years. And Stephen Greer says that through the CE, CE5 uh, project, uh, they've made contact with extraterrestrials, beings of light, and even angels. It just comes with the package that when you open yourself to peaceful contact, and basically what they do is they form a meditation circle, they meditate on expanding their consciousness you know, into the universe all across the world. And they open up for communication or contact with other uh, enlightened beings in the universe so that there might be mutual understanding, mutual benefit, peace on earth, peace in the universe, bridging that gap that fear has always torn down, moving towards something better. And many people that engage in CE5, before they begin this process, they do protect themselves by saying a prayer, uh, visualizing uh, protective white or golden light around them. So there are measures they take to try to filter out uh, the bad stuff. You know, the, the rebel spirits, as the Urantia book would call them. And then they just meditate and they pretty much put out the intention. We're here. We're here and we desire peaceful contact for peace on earth, peace in the universe, mutual benefit of all. And they've said they've had incredible, just incredible results. I find it fascinating that in the CE5 uh, project, that a lot of the 
tools that that one would use in paranormal investigations is also used in CE5 or initiating contact. So I have some of those tools and uh, you probably know what I'm thinking right now. I've, I've done some CE5 meditations, but I haven't gone out into the field yet. It's been a uh, bitter, bitter cold. It just warmed up um, as opposed to get cold again. But, uh, you know, me, my, my uh, interests, I like to go on paranormal investigations. I've, uh, I've done ufology in the past out in the field, watching the skies, you know, gathering what data I could. Uh, back then it was uh, much more primitive than what it is now. I had no tools. Tools were astronomically expensive. So uh, I'm much more uh, prepared uh, to do something like this uh, more successfully. And, uh, you know, maybe I'll bring the camera, do some podcasts. We'll do some paranormal investigations or CE5 sessions together uh, via video podcast on YouTube. One never knows. Like I said, I want to make this uh, this podcast more interesting and more open to who I am, what my interests are, and uh, just bring as much Paul James Caden unedited to the listening audience as uh, as I possibly can. So, uh, you know, starting off with the CE5, I find this absolutely fascinating. Uh, Dr. Stephen Greer and company say that, you know, you can initiate contact by yourself. You could do it in a group. You could do it in your own backyard. You could do it in a park. You could do it in the middle of the forest. Uh, all you need is a quiet place. Uh, make sure that it's dark. Have the equipment, you know, a, at least a couple of the um bare essentials, you know, a flashlight, a um, EMF meter, a camera, a tape recorder, and, uh, you know, you're on your way. There are a couple of books out there on CE5. If you're interested, you can go to Amazon and just put in CE5. That's letter C, letter E, number five. To put CE5 in books. And, uh, you know, there's a couple out there. I got them for Christmas. Uh, one I read, it has a purple cover. I don't remember who the author is. Uh, he's a little more new agey uh, with, with his approach to the, to the C, CE5 uh, protocol. But there's still some, you know, some good information in there to, to glean and have in your, your toolbox. The other book, again, it has a brown cover. I don't remember who wrote it. <laughs> I just got these books. Uh, it says, you know, you're guaranteed to have contact within, uh, I think, uh, six sessions of going out into the field. So I haven't read that one yet, but I'm, but I'm going to very soon. And, um, you know, those books are out there for, for those who are interested. And I would also watch, uh, Dr. Stephen Greer's documentary, Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind, really talks about this, talks about, uh, you know, the cabals, the, the, the black ops 
you know, operations that give the misinformation and the fear to make everybody afraid, you know, of the unknown. Oh, we need protection from the government and the military. And these things are evil. They're, they're in our airspace and we need a space force and, you know, whatever the case may be. I mean, if this kind of thing isn't for you, I mean, you know, it's not for everybody. And like I said, we have to be careful. The Bible and the Arantia book both talk about the Lucifer rebellion, and we have to be aware of that. You know, there are some uh, more liberal Urantia book readers who say, oh, that rebellion's over with. Those, those spirits are done away with. You know, those fallen angels, they've been done away with. They're not a threat anymore. Uh, I, w- I would beg to differ, and so would a lot of other <laughs> readers of the Urantia book. Um, so you don't want to go out there half-cocked thinking uh, everything is wonderful and, and there's nothing to be cautious about because then I think you're, you're kind of uh, liming yourself up uh, for trouble. We have to be aware of those things. We have to take precautions and we have to protect ourselves to filter that sort of thing out. But it certainly makes sense to me that the elitists would put out the propaganda to make us afraid of these things, even if there's nothing to be afraid of. I mean, these are people that uh, would try to blow uh, Jesus Christ out of the air when he's returning. You know, so that that doesn't sound like a very uh, reliable source. And even religion. You know, religion in, indoctrinates us, you know, with, with so much of the fear. Makes us afraid of so many things, you know. It's it's such a small, tiny, scary universe to so many religious people. And, 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 and my heart goes out to those people. I'd, I'd rather... I'd rather live in a world of wonder and, and, and take a chance, explore. You know, think about when uh, they were told the, the earth was flat and if they tried to sail to the new world, they, they go over the end, ends of the earth and the sea monsters would get them. There were people that would not get on a boat to try to sail anywhere for nothing. But it was false, false ideas, wrong ideas. So watch out for modern day people always crying. The earth is flat and you're going to fall off. And I'm not talking about the flat earthers. I'm just talking about, (laughs) I'm just talking about that in theory. Everything is bad. Oh, be careful. Oh, you're going to get hurt. Oh, you know, this is going to happen. Too much fear mongering. And we see what this kind of mindset can do, whether it makes people bitter, fearful, judgmental, even violent against those with a different ideology or a different uh, religion. And it goes right up to the elitists, you know, who would make war on anything or anyone that would pretty much, uh, you know, throw a monkey wrench into their plans, their philosophy to dominate, 
people get so fixated on these things and nothing can dissuade them. And I would say we don't want to be those kind of people. We want to walk in love. We want to have an open mind. We want to explore. We want to know that God is a heck of a lot bigger than our institutions and our conspiracy theories. At least that's my feelings and opinion on it. And I think, I think Dr. Greer has a point that not all of these extraterrestrials are bad. But there just might be a reason why we're being told that they are. Because after all, nobody wants you to really know the truth about anything. There are people out there who even manipulate the history of the Bible or the, the, the history of early Christianity or that of Christ. I belong to a, a Christian movement in the, the evangelical community. I'm sure it's not all of them, but I, I attended a church. I read, you know, pretty much all the big names out there that were popular and people that were scholars and, you know, doctors and found out that 85% of what they told me was made up. It was a lie. They put together their own pieces of a puzzle to make the religion they were teaching and preaching look like it was the only true religion, the only right religion. They rewrote history. They inserted fables into history. They said things that were not true, and they said it from the pulpits. So I know from firsthand accounts, ladies and gentlemen, we have to be careful what other people tell us, the big institutions, the governments, even, you know, the, the big patriotic conspiracy groups. Are they telling us the truth or are they just telling us what they've been indoctrinated with? Or are they telling us with what they want us to be indoctrinated with? And that is the point of Dr. Stephen Greer in CE5. They want us to be afraid, but there's really nothing to be afraid of. So ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, I hope you enjoyed this conversation. I hope it made you think and that maybe you'll look into CE5, watch Dr. Stephen Greer's Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind, and uh, ponder this on your own. What do you think? Should we be afraid of extraterrestrials and UFOs? Are they all demons and terrible creatures looking to terrorize us? Or have we been given a false narrative? Because, again, as Dr. Stephen Greer says, if these things were hostile, well, they could have made their move on us long, long ago. UFOs have appeared over nuclear facilities and literally shut these things down and sent people in our government and soldiers and military into a panic. But Dr. Greer says, well, were they being hostile or were they just showing us we don't want you to blow yourselves up and this precious planet that you live on in the process? 
Maybe they're trying to tell us something. Because if they were hostile, they could have moved in on us a long time ago. They could have taken over the planet. They could have enslaved us. They probably could have wiped us out without much resistance with the technology that they have. Or if they're interdimensional and angelic with the abilities that they have. So the very fact that they have been docile and not hurt anyone, not tried to take over the planet, well, maybe that's something right there. Except for the abduction stories that we hear, and maybe some of those were rebel spirits, and maybe some, as Dr. Greer says, uh, some of these things are military put-ons through the black ops operations to make people more afraid. We don't know. But there's a lot more to this story than we've been told. And there's a lot more to consider. So think about this conversation. Watch Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. Do a little research and uh, chime in. Let me know what you think. Let me know uh, your opinion on all this. You can email me at nocturnalmagic. That's all one word. Magic with a C. Nocturnal, like a nocturnal animal. So that's nocturnalmagic at gmail.com. Send me an email, share your thoughts, comment if you're watching on one of the uh, video platforms like YouTube, and uh, let's have a conversation about it. I appreciate you listening. God bless everyone, and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.